Hello, everybody, and thank you for downloading today's podcast. It is a jam-packed show today. You'll find out whether or not the boys are going to Vegas. We did another round of uh, my new favourite segment where we tell a uh, folklore story and see mm-hmm. if it's real or if it's all bunkum. Uh, if it's what? Bunkum. Hoo-ha. I've never heard the word bunkum before. Really? No. Oh, means rubbish. Huh. Is it slang or a real word? It's a real word. Cool. Is hoo-ha a real word? Yeah. <laughs> well, hoo-ha is the name of something, isn't it? A vagina? <laughs> no? Unless less so the V word? You, yeah, how you dare you use so, the correct terminology? <laughs> you wouldn't say hoo-ha to a doctor, would you? No, you uh, I got an itchy hoo-ha. Yeah. I like, you know, there's something wrong with my... <laughs> Imagine if a doctor said that to you. All right, up on the bed, let's have a look at the hoo-ha. I'm not sure if he says that anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 I shouldn't say it. What should you say? <laughs> Right up on the bed. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that sentence. Okay, that's fun. Uh, also, we discussed the Israel Falau situation for the very last time. Let's get into the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Things you can say. Would say in bed. We do this every Monday just to cleanse yourself from the weekend because maybe you had a fun weekend, but now it's all about work. So we want to know, what can you say in the bedroom and also another scenario? Today it's... On a flight, because we all caught a flight down yesterday. We are down in sunny Melbourne. Daniel is in Waterford, though. Daniel, what can you say on a flight and in the bedroom? Yes, good morning. Uh, would you like D's nuts? <laughs> D's nuts. Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Tamika, hello. Hi. What can you say in the bedroom and on a flight? Brace yourself for some turbulence. Yes. <laughs> yes. We did have a bit yesterday. We, we did, did yeah. yeah. It was a bit rough, a bit oh, bumpy. Oh. I don't mind that, though. You like her? It makes Why? You, just it gives an extra thrill to the ride. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Bumpy for your pleasure. Makes me a little bit sick, to be honest. Really? Yeah. You'll, you get used to it after a while. <laughs> the sick feeling in my tummy? Hold, hold, in, hold in there. You'll get used to it. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> what can you say in the bedroom and on a flight? Chase? Yep. Hi, what can you say? Um, hey, I've heard. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry, ma'am. You'll have to put those, take those nuts out of your mouth. You're not allowed to eat them here. Yes. I've never I don't had that. <laughs> I've, never, I've never said it myself. <laughs> I've had a flight attendant say to me, can you put that away, please? Uh, oh, really? Yeah. What did you have out? Uh, well, yeah. it was Ethan. my big black computer. Mm. Ethan, in Red Bank Plains, what can you say in the bedroom and on a flight? G'day, guys. You could say, geez, that was rough. Yeah. Yes. Especially yeah. when it's finished when you land. You're like, yeah. Uh, Mark, what can you say in the bedroom and on a flight? Uh, excuse me, you don't have permission to be up here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're the winner, Mark. Well done. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. $250 shopping spree up to grabs this week for the week's best caller in first call. So if you've still got to do that Christmas shopping, this will sort you out. Anything you want to talk about, the show is always yours. 131060. Tanya in Springfield, what do you want to say in first calls? Yeah, hi. I just wanted to talk about how hard it is for parents to get back into the workforce. Oh, how how long have you been out for? Uh, 14 years. Oh. Oh, And when when are you going back? Just now? Um, I've been trying to get back for the last year. Um, It's been really hard. My youngest one is um, just in prep this year. Mm. Yeah. What kind of things are are they sort of saying when you go for jobs? Just that, um, due to the fact that I used to be in hospitality, I think a lot of younger people were back in their days. And you should want to try and get out of that now that you've got a family. And it's really, really hard to find a different career path. And people just look at you and say, sorry, you've been out of work for too long. Or, you you know, you've got kids. So, therefore, you know, how often can you work? It's, it's so true, Tanya, really and especially hard. when you kind of go, you want to be able to either do school pickup or school drop-off. But, Tanya, I think there should be workplaces that reward it because if you're at home juggling kids, yeah. they should be like, oh, she knows how to do She can organise. Yeah. She can organise. There are some um, uh, recruitment places that have been set up for parents going back to work. Yeah. So you should do a bit of a Google search for them because they have flexibility and a lot of people can work from home as well. 
Okay. Hmm. Well, thank you very much for that. You're You're welcome. welcome. I I feel like you should employ people with children because they've got a reason to work. They've got people to feed. Purpose, 100%. Get a single person rolling in there who just need money for a dress or a shirt yeah. and some drinks on the weekend. They're unreliable. Every Monday they're at 50%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leanne in Sandstone Point, uh, what would you like to talk about? Just the bizarre weather yesterday. Oh, yeah, did you get some hail, did you? We we were lucky and we got rain, but we didn't get the hail. But when I was, we were going in towards town just after that, and we passed about twenty cars that were on the highway with all their windscreens smashed and hail damage all over yeah. the vehicles. It, it looked was like it was snowing in it, it often yeah. always feels like we get so many warnings about storms and then it doesn't happen. And, and then, then when yeah. you don't get the, the lot of warning, you're like, "What was that?" What and was they were. I saw. I saw the photos. They were legitimately golf ball-sized hailstones. <laughs> they were this yes. time. They actually were. Uh, I wonder if, you know, you can always tell the cars that are out on the street hmm. when there's a storm coming and those houses have garages and you're like, mm, these are people who are looking to upgrade. And Maddie, how do you think you would identify that? Do you feel like you could relate? Oh, because I, I say, hey, Fred, across the road, why are you, what are you doing? There's a storm coming. You should put that car away. He's like, oh, no, my garage is full. I think there's still places without power this morning. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I would never do that. I would never No, I'm just wondering. You obviously knew a lot about it. So. Just, I've heard. It's like those folklores that we do, you know? Like oh, friend I've of got a friend one of those. Story. I've got one of those coming up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> hey, Gareth, uh, what do you want to talk about at first calls? Oh, just if you're going to Vegas, you, you definitely need a party planner if you're looking for a uh, big night out. They have party planners in Vegas that, that do that? Yes, uh, I used a party planner to um, organise a friend's bucks party. We went for a destination wedding and, um, well, I remember most of the night. <laughs> yeah, you do need a party planner. We went to one place, Gareth, and we sat down and they're like, oh, do you have this seat reserved? And I said, no, we don't. And they're like, oh, okay, no worries, you can get it. It'll just cost you $1,000. And well, we were like, ooh. What? And we what, had to get up. And what do said, you get for your thousand bucks? Well, no, just to reserve the spot, and people do. It was when the Kardashians were going there that night. And they're like, don't worry, just buy three bottles of vodka. And we're like, oh, okay, no worries. So we're like, we'll buy that. And then we didn't realize the vodka was $300. $300 a bottle. Each. Like, you just gave us a $100 discount. <laughs> and we got vodka. <laughs> but for the grand, we, was it just to sit there? It was just to sit. We got up. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll stand. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. But if you have a, a planner, they normally book in for you and they'll get you like express entry into a right. few of the clubs. You take a deck chair with you? Can you take a little pop-up Take one of those chair? foldy ones that's <laughs> up? You guys yeah. will find out when you're well, in Vegas. Apparently, if I survived R&B Friday Live over the weekend, uh, we could plan a trip to Vegas. We'll see how we go. All those details coming up at 8 this morning. Thanks for your call, Gareth. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Need money in a hurry? Jacaranda Finance may be able to help. Jacarandafinance.com.au Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. $10,000. This is by far the biggest cash contest in Brisbane. Every time we play, you can win a sweet 10 grand and we give away answers half an hour before the game. So the longer you listen, the more chance you have to win. Let's play. All right. Mary from Berenbar is playing this morning. Morning, Mary. Good morning. Now, how many answers have you got up your sleeve? We give three away every morning. I've got three. Woo-hee! Hey. Nice. So you already Yay. have $150 in your bank. If you get the rest of them, you'll walk away with $10,000 and you get 50 per one you get right, okay? Yeah. All right. Now, you already know what the letter is and you have to only use each answer the once. Yeah. Okay. All right. H for happy, just in case, or anyone yeah. playing at home. Here we go. First question. Name a sport. Oh, Hockey. Name a song title. Um, oh, pass. Name a TV show. Oh, pass. <laughs> Name something you'd see in an office. Uh, pass. Name a school subject. HPE. And name a band. Um, oh, pass. Name an insect. Uh, pass. Name a beer brand. Oh, geez. Um, pass. Oh, Mary. Mary. Oh. You're Mary. so disappointed in yourself. No, I can't. I can hear it in your voice. You got $100. Oh, dear. You got $100 to start the week. It's still not bad. Um, yeah, that's clear your, fantastic. <laughs> clear, 
clear your schedule. I'll go through the ones you passed on. Oh, cool. uh, yeah, right. Name a song title. You could have had Happy or Hit Me Baby One More Time. Name a TV show. You could have had How I Met Your Mother or Homeland. Something you yeah. see in an office. You could have had a hole punch or hand sanitizer. Name a band. You could have had Hanson or Hoobastank. Name an insect. Yeah. You could have had Horsefly or Hornet. Haven't finished yet. And name a beer brand. You could have had Han or Heineken. Bad luck, but you got a hundred bucks. Cause I, yeah, okay, no worries. Awesome. Thank you. What happened? What were you going to say? Oh, because I had horse riding hippos and hairspray. Yeah, but yeah. those they're in there. We didn't get to we didn't get to those ones yet. The next two answers oh, yeah, were hairspray and hippo. Name a musical yeah. and something you would see at a zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's no, all right. Sweet as, thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. Defending yourself in court. Represent myself in court. Represent yourself in court without a lawyer. I'll put my hand up and say Law and Order is my favourite show. I love it. And I, I love a good I courtroom scene yes. in a movie. Objection. It's just, yes, you're like, oh. You can't handle the truth. A Few Good Men. Such a brilliant movie. That is a movie, right? Yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just get fascinated by it. So I've been reading the court transcripts from a case that's going on at Southport and it's to do with a principal that is suing parents for defamation. Hectic And case. it's an interesting case because it, it's uh, she's saying that they she got defamed by comments that were put up on a Facebook um, that's what Facebook's page. for, of course. Well, this is that's the whole thing. It should be a lot of are, book. Well, a lot of people are going to be in trouble if this <laughs> one goes In fact, goes I might through. start that. <laughs> and in, the, in the terms and conditions, <laughs> when you hit accept, everyone's allowed to defame each other. That's what you're here for. I don't want to see your kids. Just defamation for I days. There's a Reddit theme a thing for that, <laughs> yeah. like roast me. But the, the interesting thing with this is they're representing themselves. The parents are. Because they can't afford lawyers? or well, I think... She's got time in her hands. I'm not sure, but it's an interesting case because it's been going on for a while, and now the court, the um, the judges said that she's going to be going through the evidence and then come back okay. and make a decision. Sure. But she must just be like, oh, for, here we go. Oh yeah. God, you're representing yourself. Great, no worries. She's you can't a, say that. She's a Karen. A Karen would represent herself in court because Karen's got it on lock. Oh yeah, but yeah. I guess you are right, Maddie. That they probably couldn't afford it, especially when it's going for a month. Well, you've done it. I, mine was a tribunal. Oh, different. I, I don't know if different. Well, I guess I did. It was going um, to try and get our bond back. They didn't give us bond back, and I was like, you know what? Flatmates, I've got this. I'm not working at the time. I've just got out of drama school. This is an opportunity <laughs> and, for me to act. An unemployed drama student walks into a courtroom. I wonder how this is going to end. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. No, I saw that one coming. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It ended so, up costing you extra money, didn't it? Well, no, I did get us off the charges, which was to do with stilettos on the ground, and the judge was like, yeah, that's yeah. understandable. Because we're in tear on the floor. But boy. then the real estate came forward and was like, we'd like you to submit the water water bills, um, and in the tenant's lease, they were supposed to be responsible for the water bill. And we're like, well, we didn't get it. <laughs> That's uh, my voice changed in court. Uh, but we never got those ones. <laughs> Objection. This was not... What? <laughs> this evidence was not entered into the... <laughs> Objection. <laughs> Objection, Your so, Honour. It had to do it. But I want to know in 131060, has anyone represented themselves in court? In court? I don't know if we'll get anyone. Only one person. One caller, one fine caller because who went, yep, of, I rolled the dice on it. A lot of people will be like, I've got to get my lawyer on that. And I'm like, who has a lawyer? Yeah. Like, if you had to call someone, you wouldn't have a lawyer now. Everyone has a hypothetical lawyer. Right. I'll sue you. I'll get my lawyer to call you right after I look in the yellow pages. <laughs> and I'll be like, Maddie, have you got a good suit? I'd go Logan Law. Oh, yeah. Straight up. doesn't matter what it is. If I got a murder charge, I'm going to Logan I think Law. That, I think they do, like, workers' comp, though. Yeah, but they, they've got really cool billboards. <laughs> I knew that. Just be like, I knew you that like their slogan? Their song. Yeah. <laughs> I could have yeah. a lifetime of prison here. I'm going to call Logan Law. <laughs> <laughs> they, they seem like my style of lawyer. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Are you going to go forward and say, hey, just so you know, I've always said on air that a small amount of corruption is okay? Just like to let you know first. Just so you know, you didn't tick accept in the terms and conditions of defame book, and I'm now taking you to court for that defamation. <laughs> it's not defamation because it's 100% true. Oh, you've just joined in. I'll double no, no, my no, money. No, no, Thank no, you no. very we, much. We, can we get the evidence for that, please? <laughs> yeah. Because there the, is some evidence. Can we get Matt saying small amount of corruption is okay? There is none. Yes, there is. Well, will you present it? What, what, and I'll bring my right. fella from Logan Law and we'll get this out. No, I, think they, I think they've declined. <laughs> I think you're right. We're all right. <laughs> my nose, my Maddie's we're ringing again, everyone. Don't pick up line three. Shh, uh, turn the lights off. Uh, we're not on. Uh, we've got heaps of calls coming in. Oh. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Defending yourself in court. Represent myself in court. Represent yourself in court without a lawyer. 
I've been boring you each morning with stories of what's happening down at Southport in the courthouse because there are some families that have been representing themselves in a defamation case that a principal brought about because she didn't uh, take take very kindly to comments that were posted on Facebook about her. And it is not boring. It is a great case and it's a roller coaster. and every day there's a new twist. Because representing themselves means that they're learning, I guess, the system mm. at the same time. So mm. the judge, it seems like, is working overtime to try to go, no, you can't say that. So we'd like to refer to Smith versus Jones in 1998, <laughs> where in uh, case C.3, they said... It's amazing. Absolutely <clears throat> nothing of what you said just made sense. <laughs> you don't know that. The only I case I judge. remember is Kramer and Kramer. <laughs> That's what we had to study oh, yeah. in my Dustin six Hoffman. months of law school. <laughs> <Earl Street. laughs> really? You studied it at school? It was a real case. Oh, right. Uh, uh, no, you... no, at uni. I went, yeah. I was going to be a lawyer. You just didn't know they just bunged on the DVD and <laughs> where you go. Now, we're asking if you have represented yourself uh, in court, and you've done it, Janie. Yes, I sure have. Yeah, what um, happened? Um, I went through an amber light at... Um, about midnight, um, one really dark, rainy night, and um, for about 10 k's behind me, a car had been following me really closely and then backing off, and I was quite scared, actually. Um, and I sort of just kept driving, and the light went amber, and I went through it, and the next thing, that car that had been following me for about 10 k's put on its lights and sirens, and it was a police car. Oh. So I eventually pulled over um, and he said, oh, why did you go through the amber light? And I said, well, I was scared. And he goes, what, because it's raining? And I was like, no, actually, because you were following me. Wow. And But isn't it an amber is okay, isn't it? Well, it like depends a, how it's many a wheels red. I can think are over. No, so- amber is like you are supposed to stop. Oh, so... I went to court, I took it to court, um, and they said, oh, are you sure you want to do this? Um, are you pleading guilty? I said, no, I'm not pleading guilty. Um, it took six months, three court cases, three days off work for me to go and fight this case. And on the very last day, the police, one of the police, head of the police came out and he said, you realise when you go through with this, we are going to throw another charge at you huh? um, for driving with undue care. And I was right. like, really? I thought I was absolutely cracking myself. Yeah, we're being, we're being told uh, to, be care- to be careful here with accusations, Janie, from our producer. This um, Was this all said? It was so just, yeah. Did you, um, did you have to pay the fine, Janie? Yeah, did you win? No. So I walked in and I told them, I said I was scared. Um, I'd been through domestic violence case before um, in the past. So I was really scared, didn't know who was following me. My next turn was the police station, and he said, you can leave. I said, what oh. about the fine? He said, don't worry about it. Oh, good. Oh. The judge let you let you off. Huh. There you go. All right, we're going to go to Sarah now. Sarah's in Morayfield. Uh, you represented yourself. I most certainly did. In 1998, it would have been. Uh-huh. How did it go? Uh, well, it went awesomely. And what a wally, the guy who I sued. Well, not sued, but basically what had happened is um, we had a wedding photographer. Um, so this is back in 1995. And back in the days of no digital cameras and things and all processing of um, film oh, and yeah. all the rest of it. And he yeah. overprocessed my negatives um, on, the, um, on all of the black and white photos, which are the ones that I... You know, they were all the really awesome, awesome shots. Yeah. And um, so I said, oh, mate, you know, he kept going on for about eight months about, oh, I'm still waiting. I'm just, you know, we're waiting for something to come through and we can do this and do that. Anyway, long story short, um, I'd had gone ahead in the next years. I had two babies, cut all my hair off, still no photos. So oh. I said, mate, Did all you say I that wanted... to the judge in court? I've <laughs> cut my hair off <laughs> since the last <laughs> forget for half a second here that my husband had a mullet at the time of our wedding and he cut his mullet off. So, I mean, really, mullets are back, by the way. Oh, are they? So when you're in the courtroom, when you're in the courtroom, though, does the judge have a look on their face like, oh, God, another one of these or... 
no, no, he was absolutely awesome. All I wanted from this guy in the first place is my money back, and it only cost $500 back then for my wedding photo. So right. all I wanted was $500 back. We'll cut it, you know, bad experience, whatever, and we'll move on. Anyway, three years later and still no photo. So I took him to Small Claims Tribunal, and I was awarded $5,000. Um, <gasps> so if I wanted to redo my wedding, um, I could have... Yeah, professional photos taken. <laughs> with better haircuts. Yeah. I know, no no mullet, me with short hair and a little rounder than I was on my wedding day, let me tell you, after oh, my two be. babies. But oh, yeah, well, the, there judge, you go. the judge actually said to me, he said, oh, what do you do for a living? And I said, well, I'm actually a stay-at-home mum at the moment. And he said, well, my suggestion would be that you get yourself to university and become a lawyer. He said, you were oh, amazing. Okay. This guy's sitting there going in with his hands, you know, head in his hands going, what did I do? What did I do? And the judge just said, mate, you never mess around no, with a woman who's just had a haircut and had two babies. No, <laughs> yes, no you don't. You don't. Sarah, we're, we're going to keep your number. World. If we need our representation, yeah. we'll just get you. All right. Uh, it's Stav, Abby and Matt at Hit 105. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Israel Folau has blamed the bushfires and the drought on our same-sex marriage laws and abortion laws. These are God's punishment. Yeah, sorry for sighing during that, but um, Israel Folau, he is still going through the court system talking about him getting sacked um, from Rugby Australia for his comments. Um, that it were sounds home, like it'll really help his cause. That were homophobic. Um, he did. He actually did point out to everyone in society, if you've ever drunk, um, If you've lied. got ta- tattoos, I was believe. Was it tattoos? No. people. It was pretty much everybody. Yeah, it was everyone. He really was inclusive of that. Same we're all sinners. Uh, But now he has done it again, and I think he's doing it actually each week. It's just that some people are recording it, whether he is aware of this, but he does um, his sermon every Sunday at his dad's church, and they're quite fundamentalists. They believe in uh, word for word with the Bible, because I just say that when I went to a Catholic school and we were brought up, Often it could be not interpreted, but mm. it wouldn't be literal. Yes, with the Bible. Yeah, and he's reading experts out of the Bible and started to say that there is a direct correlation with what's happening with the bushfires by the decisions that we've just made. This is him. God's word says for a man and a woman to be together. They've changed that law, and now the news now are saying that these bushfires are the worst they've ever seen in Australia. You think it's a coincidence or not? We look back at what God done to Sodom and Gomorrah. They rain, fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed that city because of the sin that they were living in. We were talking about this morning, we're like, oh, here we go again. And we didn't know if we want to, I guess, give him the airtime, you'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, as I've said on the show many times before, I, I go to church. I'm Christian. I have a gay sister. Uh, I have gay cousins. Um, I have done everything in the uh, post that Israel Folau put on his Instagram. Everything? Uh, oh, probably most of, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once before the time. Um, and it really, it actually just makes me sad for him. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad because I think he is using his religion to hate people. And I, I don't know what happened to him along the way that made him go from... Religion really is a personal thing for people, yeah. I believe. And I'm, I'm happy for anyone to believe whatever they want. And I use my religion um, to, to be positive. Yeah. I, I, I want, as a Christian, I want people to have an interaction with me and go, you're really lovely. I don't, I, I don't judge people's lives because they might live a little bit differently to me. No, but that's, I, I don't know if that's... I don't think he hates the people. I think he's trying to save them. The thing is, it's, it's I think a bit he's different. Crossed over. I always live with people that are Christians. I believe that you should be kind. That's what I would say. Yeah. And um, forgiveness. But if your interpretation of the Bible, it's very much about r- redemption and and punishment and and all that. And that's what he believes in. It's not a kind. No. A kind God. It's it's not. It's you yeah. repent. Do you know what I mean? And if you ask for it and you change your doing then they will forgive you but it's not it's not a kindness of like oh we should accept everyone but yeah. god, well, i mean if you look back though god didn't i mean noah he only got a select few on that boat yeah, he didn't yeah that was the whole point of that one mm. yeah yeah but i think especially in churches now as well things need to change because you have to be the world has changed mm. and if you want to get into the bible i guess and i don't know i haven't studied i'm only fair i guess like, I, I'm not 
know all scripture and stuff. But, you know, everyone is created in God's image, if you want to say that. So I believe maybe God made a few gay people. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I just, I would like from this now I, to, and we talked about this off the air, to ban Israel full out. Because what, what I believe is happening is, although we're talking about it because it's in the news and all the newspapers run it and stuff, we're helping spread his message. Yeah. So he's saying things that could stay inside that church with maybe those 40 people in there. And maybe not all of them agree with it either. That's right. I've yeah. been in many sermons in many churches where they've said things that I completely disagree with, but mm. I, I haven't decided to fight anyone on it. Um and I, I don't hide the fact that I have gay friends or I have gay relatives and my sister is about to have an IVF baby to her wife and I'm elated by that. I'm proud of that. Yeah. We need to stop giving people like Israel Folau airtime and discussing their thoughts. Sure. We, we wouldn't let a terrorist who was fighting in the name of Islam on the air and let them spread that. And I'm not saying that Israel Folau is a terrorist or anything. Yeah. And in the Muslim faith, there are many beautiful people who are not extreme, yeah. but they get tarred with that brush. And I just don't want Christians to get tarred with the Israel Folau brush. So, so anyone that is preaching hate, we're done? Done. 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 Is he banned? Is he banned? Not is Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was is, asking. Is, is, <laughs> <laughs> so there is an Israel Folau ban in effect on our on our station. Yes. Yeah. Remember we said with the Trump ban? Trump ban. I mean, that was a bit different, but yeah. then someone broke it. So we're just, no one, no one's going to... Unless he wants to call up and do a legitimate apology. He doesn't. He's trying to prove a point. And you are right. He is getting anything that he says out. Mm. And I guess that's the, the whole thing is it's not just us putting a ban. Yeah. Don't click on the story. Uh, yeah. And you know what? News.com and that, they'll run them as long as you click. They, they, that's their business, to get the clicks. So no clicking. And just so our web people know, don't go be posting him on Hit 105 either. Cause no, no, no. That's we're going gonna... to preach love. Yeah. Love and kindness. All right. I mean, not always. Sometimes we get grumpy. but we, Of we course. Have Everyone has their bad days. We still love each other. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Love each other. We're, yeah. not, we're yeah. all not going to hell on um, the bad days. Yeah. No. Well, unless we're going to Vegas. <laughs> well, speaking of Vegas, we need to discuss that next. Oh, perfect timing. City of Sin, here we come. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. <laughs> This all came about because my husband keeps saying that he wants a boys trip to Vegas. And he has been saying it for 10 years now. Mm. And I keep saying, go, hun. But it never actually happens. And he's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't. Because he's got to be the one that organises it. You've got him on a technicality. <laughs> yeah. You know that, though. Yeah. I said you can go to Vegas. And you were like, oh, I want to go to Vegas with him. I'm like, Manny, you're not a Vegas boy and you just need to admit it. Can I just have a DM with you for a moment? Sure. Do you want me to leave? No, 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 no. Okay. no. You're in it. A DMs always include us, right? Um... Do you actually want to go to Vegas yeah. or do you just want to prove people wrong? Little from Calame, mostly common Columbia. <laughs> All right, so it's, it's a little bit of a spite thing. You don't, want it, you don't want to hang up your party shoes. You That's want right. to be. Yeah, okay. I'm aware I love to go home early. My dream is to go to bed at 6 o'clock on a Saturday night, get a full night's sleep. But I just want everyone to know yeah. that inside me there is a party boy spelt B-O-I with an exclamation mark at the end. And I can get him out if I want him to. I just put him away and now I'm, I'm a family man. And, but but that, that boy is in there, and he can come out at any time, and that devil can tear this place apart. Okay. Okay. So. Don't, uh, I believe you. <laughs> Buddy uh, boy. After Friday, I believe you did. So the challenge was set. Your husband is the biggest party animal ever. If I was to prove that I could handle Las Vegas, and, and Stab was never in doubt. No one ever doubted you. No, no, no. You're, you're, you are a Ve you're a Vegas. Congratulations, veteran. sweetheart. You have got the chaperone um, because y you actually left early, which I can't even believe I'm saying this, but you were the most responsible on the day. Bleh. What? He was just better at hiding it, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you had you had to go home yeah. though. You had your daughter's daughter. I had, yeah, eight, eight kids coming over the next day. Next yeah. day, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got the audio here. We were mic'd up for the entire of uh, R&B Fridays Live. Mm. I was um, handcuffed to your husband, Scotty. And um, we had to see if I could party the night with him. If I could outlast him, that was proof that I could be a Vegas boy. And you know what? I found that it was actually brilliant being handcuffed to someone at a music festival. Because, you know, usually you, you're trying to find all your friends. Yep. People get lost. People, you can't uh -huh. get through the crowd. We should actually we should get a chain gang for next year's R&B Friday Live. We'll just chain each other together. We I, would never lose each other. I'd be into that. I lost you guys. Yeah. yeah we, we lost, would not you, lost you. I'm really upset about that. Um, so we discussed that. Here's us discussing how good the handcuffs are. Hey, bro, 
Jeez, we got to Vegas! <laughs> this is awesome. You always lose your friends at festivals, yeah, and then you, you, your phone never works. So if you just chain yourself together, you never get lost. You wouldn't even take your mobile phone. That was out of the toilets as we were lining up. We decided it was time. The 10th time you went? Oh, your <laughs> husband's bladder. I told you that. And you were like, no, mate, again? Look, the lineup would have been, you would have been just lining up for toilets most of the time. <laughs> Three kids has really affected oh, I know, his bladder. Uh, he was us discussing how the toilet uh, situation was going to happen. Okay, so we're going to go to the toilet. Maybe we should just both just go in there together. And would just... you do that in Vegas? Yeah, going to the toilet together is something that you do in Vegas. As they say, when in Vegas, Vegas? do Yoo! not tell anyone. <laughs> when in Vegas, do, do not, not tell, tell anyone. anyone. <laughs> That's how that saying goes. At this point, I was a little bit concerned. <laughs> yes, well, we came back out into the crowd uh, at this point, and the chain had about a metre length in it, didn't yeah. it? And uh, we thought, hey, what do you do when you cha- got a chain? You play limbo. Uh-huh. People were hooking into limbo left, right, and centre. And can I just say, I looked at the girls that were wanting to do it, and I was like, they are awesome. I am too. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, not not after a few gin and tonics. I won the limbo competition in Cuba. You didn't win it on Friday. <laughs> it was 10 years ago. <laughs> I think I should let it go. Abby had a crack at limbo. Abby, That is, that scream is everyone freaking out because Abby's just hit the back of her head on the ground. Boom. I have to do limbo again. I'm not joking, but can you just give me a week? I just need to practice. I've been practicing because I've been so sore and so upset. I've got bruises up and down my legs. Mm, uh, I promise I used to be good at it. You guys wait, don't believe me. It's we, just 10 no, kilos it's not that we don't believe later. You. We and, don't care. Ten- <laughs> okay. But well, it's, your, it's, your, it's your self-respect that's been damaged. We, you, you look like you're having fun. Are you ready to tell me I'm a Vegas boy? You're Oh. You're a Vegas boy. Oh, oh well, that God. was easier than I thought it was going to be. Listen to me go with the Black Eyed Peas. Maybe you're, you can cuss from the limbo? No, Maddie did well. Okay. Maddie held a lot of cans. Uh-huh. I drank he them all. He did not drink drank as them all. many cans drank. as he was holding. No, no, don't take that away from me. <laughs> I drank them all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I drank just as much responsibly. <laughs> it was a sprint. It was My a sprint. game plan was mm. I needed to get Scotty to the finish line before the end of R&B Friday. And when we come back, I'm going to play you the defining moment that I knew I was victorious. Okay. It is coming up after Dax Project. Are we going to Vegas? I think so. Get Scotty on the line at Hit 105. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. So you guys want to go to Vegas on a boys trip. I think you are trying to convince yourselves that you should go to Vegas more than you're trying to convince Esther and I because we were like, you can go to Vegas, boys. But you can't handle Vegas. Mm, you told me I was not a Vegas boy. I was chained to your husband, Scotty Too Hottie, the biggest party animal in southeast Queensland, if not Australia. Um, and I had to last the night. Had to be standing with him at the end of the night. And I think I held up pretty well. Uh-huh. Uh, I treated it like the 100-meter sprint. Yes. I went hard and fast at the start. You yep. were dancing. You were even taking him to the toilet. That's right. You. Yep. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I actually, I enjoyed bringing Party Boy back out. Oh, Did you? It was nice okay. to catch up with him. Yeah. I, I actually, that I'm going to say that was the best R&B Friday that I've ever been to. Okay. I got a photo of you the next day. Yeah, I needed a bit of a nap the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a sleep. And I was like, look at you in your beautiful white quilt. And she was like, hey, here's Party Boy. I'm like, oh, what a cutie. Yeah, but Party Boy hooked in and uh, I had a great time. People saw me walking through the valley at midnight and they're like, where's Scotty? You're a wimp. You're a wimp. You didn't make it. No Vegas for you. And I took the padlock out of my pocket and I said, I made it. The reason we went home was because someone else wanted to leave. And Stav, we'd lost you at that point. Yes. I had a bit of a turning What happened? Moment. I was so hungry. And I thought that you would have piked it by now. And I was hoping you would have piked it by now. Because we had to get home. Why, why couldn't you just get some food? Because I wanted to go to the D floor. 
Uh-huh. I was like, nah, Black Eyed we Peas saw the we're end. dancing. We did see the end of Black Eyed Peas, yeah. and then we saw the end of Janet Jackson. So we were there to the end of R&B Fridays Live. Yeah. But I wanted to go home and get a burger so badly, and it was our son's first birthday the next day, so I did need Scotty. But Party Boy was out. Scotty, two hotties on the line. What a night, my man. I had the night of my life. Oh, thanks, Maddie. It was worth, uh, yeah, it was a very good night. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I did, uh, mate, being chained to you. That was, uh, that's what made uh-huh. it for me. I don't think I'll ever go yeah. to a festival not, not chained, chained to someone. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I think it works well. <laughs> All right. For everybody, this Excuse is me. how <laughs> the night ended as Janet Jackson was playing her last few songs. I was cutting the rug. Scotty was getting into it. This is what happened. Can we get Maccas and just go home, please? Janet Jackson's about to take the stage. Abby wants to go home and eat. I'm not giving in, so say it, baby. Am I a Vegas boy? No. It's going to be a long night. Just say it. Just say it. It's going to be a long night. Did you hear in the background was not just me screaming it, it was Siobhan, our producer, saying, Say it, Matt. We all want to go home. <laughs> Who? Who was the last person? Who was the last person standing? Matthew, you were the last person standing. DJ Party Boy. And I'm a? Vegas boy. Scotty, we're yeah. going to Vegas! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Feeling good as hell! And ironically, you'll probably end up chained together there too. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see the video... How are you going to go to Vegas, though? On a you plane? guys can go to Vegas as long as Esther and I are going as well. No, it's a boys' trip. No, we'll go on a girls' a trip. boys' trip. We'll go on the girls' trip. I don't know which one I'd want to join. Oh, stab it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you go on the boys' trip. <laughs> yeah, of course you're going to come on the boys' trip. Maybe I'll do both. No. No, you can't do both. You've got to Pledge your allegiance right now. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going? But, uh, when we've got to save up for it, I don't, I don't know. Scotty's been saying this for ten years, Scotty. You haven't even—you've never booked a flight before in your life. Yeah, I have. I had to book when? that flight to Malaysia, where I was supposed to go to Indonesia. <laughs> you, got, <laughs> you got the wrong country. Maybe we're going to end up in Los Alamos. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can go to Vegas it's, one day, hypothetical. Yeah, no, it's going to happen. When gonna we're happen. not sure, we'll start working on it. We'll have a Vegas meeting. You and, did well, yeah. Maddie. You did. Thank you. You did well. Uh, anyone who's ever wanted to go to Vegas, just start planting the seed right now with your uh, your lady. You're going to take everyone along with you? Well, whoever wants to come. We'll take a whole jet of people. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> this is going to be amazing. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow is when we're going to play. It'll be November the 19th, 2019. Uh, your letter for Alpha Bucks. Well, is, is it two or one? Are we playing two games? No, just the one. Just one, right? Hide the secret. Your letter for tomorrow is B for Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Need money in a hurry? Jacaranda Finance may be able to help. Jacarandafinance.com.au Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. $10,000 every time we play, that is the money up for grabs. And if it goes off, we go another crack at it. Exactly the same amount of money the next day. Let's make you rich, Brisbane. Welcome. First time on air from Petrie is Manu. Morning. Hey, 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 morning. Hey, morning. Uh, you're a delivery driver. Does that mean you listen to us like all day, Manu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, okay. Sure, whatever. Whatever. I'm excited. I'm excited to have to you. Shine. This is very exciting. All right. Well, you do know that you get fifty dollars for each correct answer. So pass if you can't think quickly. You get all right. Ten of them. You get the ten thousand dollars. But don't repeat the same answer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. And if you have been listening this morning, you'll know that your letter is R for right. For right? For right, R for right. Well, that's confusing because it could be the other type of right. Rectangle. For red, R for red. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. All right. Okay, Manu, good luck. Your time will start when I finish the first question, which is? Name something you have in the shed. Um... Sorry, uh, and pass. Name an NRL team. Um, Roosters. Name a breakfast cereal. Um, pass. Name a shop in Westfield. Um, pass. Sorry, pass. Name, name a common small business. Pass. 
Nima Nara B. Oh, Manu. I know. It sounds like we're on speaker. Maybe you couldn't hear us. Well, he's a delivery driver. So. Uh, you got $50. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 I'll try again next time, mate. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you do that. Um, Something you had in the shed, you could have had rake. Um, you did get the NRL team, right? Hey, hey. Uh, for a breakfast food, you could have had um, rice bubbles. For a shop at Westfield, you could have had Rebel. Um, yeah, and a, a small business, you could have just had a restaurant. Yeah, good yeah, on you, Manu. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, guys. Good on you, buddy. Thanks for playing. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. A friend of a friend story, they're always the best because you're like, oh, if anyone's telling you a story and you're like, oh, it's your friend, totally understand. They're like, oh, no, it happened to a friend of a friend. And you're like, oh, here we go. It's kind of lost the credibility now. But this, we're opening up to the table the different stories that I've heard, uh, the folklores. And if other people can finish this story, then we know that it's kind of not true. It's it's made up there, right? But but if no one rings up and we find out that this is a true story, we never ever question it again. If you ever hear this story again, you have to go. That's yep. a true story. That's, that's the rules yeah. of this. I heard this is a true story. Okay. Oh, here but we go. Everyone, everyone is confused about which one is real. Because I've heard this story told many, many times. Right. And different versions. And then I was at the doctor's the other day with my um, son, and somehow it came over a story, and he told it to me. And I went, uh, really? So multiple different endings? Different versions. Are you okay. ready for it? Okay. Yeah. Well, thirteen ten sixty. Abby gives you a, the first part of the no, story. I'm tell you the whole story. The whole story you tell this me time. what. It's a bit of a different one. Oh, you tell me your okay. version. You tell me your, your version. version. Okay. And okay. if we don't get any other versions, it's then a true story. Then this is the version. Right. Oh, I love so, this. So, uh, so this is what my doctor said. His patient went in and said this happened to my grandson many years ago. Uh huh. Oh, direct. So they were on the Gold Coast and they went to SeaWorld. Yep. And when they're at SeaWorld... <laughs> oh, you, you, you know it? I think so. Yeah, okay. and you can tell your version. Okay. They had a wonderful day, you know, meeting all the different animals. And when they came home, the grandson, who hates having a bath, hates having a bath, was like, I want to go in the bath. And they're like, okay. So he had a little backpack on during that day, and he took his backpack into the bath with him. Uh-huh. And There's like, already, already holes in this. Why would he take his backpack in? Well, you're because he was like, he wanted to take his backpack in. So anyway, so he's in the bath, and then they were like, and "Why is he never stays in the bath that long?" Yeah. So they went into the bath, <laughs> and Stav, who was he having a bath with? He had taken a penguin, fairy penguin, from the sea enclosure World. at SeaWorld. Now, yes. thirteen ten sixty. What version of a fairy penguin have you heard okay, from so SeaWorld? My version of this story. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, class trip. Yep. It's a class trip. Yeah, okay. They not, get, a, not a family trip. Not a family trip. It's yeah. a okay. school trip. Okay. They, <laughs> they go to SeaWorld. Yeah. Uh, kid whacks the penguin in the back. They stop at a servo halfway through. They find the penguin in the bag, so they keep it in the cold room until people can come and get it. <laughs> so Stan has always told me that story. Yeah. They don't have a cold room. Where? At petrol stations. Some know, do, well, the, the fridge, the, yeah, because they yeah. stack them from the back. Yeah. So those front fridges are yeah. just like the facade. You walk in the yeah. back, and they actually stack them from the back. So I'm, there is a back cold room there. I'm even sure it made the news. Like, I'm, no, I'm, you think it made the news, Dad. <laughs> there is only one story that did make the news, yeah. and that was to be true. Yeah. And those people got charged. So if you've heard that story, I'll take it as well. But any other Google search, because Stav's always told me that story, so I've always gone, oh, my God, did that happen? Yeah. And I've always believed it. Yeah. But then when I heard the doctor's story, I decided to Google, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. How many fairy penguins from the Gold Coast <laughs> Maybe this story happens is all the there? Time. <laughs> well, they do have a breeding program there. Maybe they're just like, ah, we'll make another one. Maybe. What, what have you heard? 131060, do you have a version of this story? If we get no calls... We just believe that it. That one is real. We that believe real. it. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. This is a true story. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. When you hear a story, you go, that's a great story. When you find out it is a friend of a friend, you go, oh, that's not true. And I've heard different versions of this. It's a local story. And Stav's always told me his version of it, which is uh, that a family a school troop went down to SeaWorld and they found out that one of the kids had taken the fairy penguins. They stopped at the service station, put it in the cold room. So that's what I always believe. Until my doctor said, oh, yeah, did you hear that uh, my patient's grandson went and took a penguin in his backpack and they were found in the bath together? Right. And I want to know 
What have you heard? 131060, a fairy penguin story from SeaWorld. <laughs> Brent in Carina. Uh, we do say the rule is if someone confirms or, or doesn't, you know, go against this story, we believe it. Have you heard that? Yeah, I heard the bathtub one. Um, a boy uh, did steal a penguin from SeaWorld. It was in the bulletin, and I'm pretty sure it made the news as well. See, everyone so says say- I'm pretty sure. See, I'm Brett, the news. you're saying this. I actually Googled. There is no story of it. There is one story from 2012, and those people got charged, and it's none of the ah, stories that we've all been saying. Maybe the boy paid some shush cash. No, ah, it was, good old it shush was, cash. Uh, there were older men. Uh, yeah, I remember that one too. I thought they were just riffing off what the kid had done. Uh, <laughs> you think a, a copycat? Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for the con- confirmation from Brett. Tim in Labrador. Have you heard this version of the story? Yes, I've heard this version of the story, but I originally come from Melbourne, and I heard that he took it from the Melbourne Aquarium. <laughs> right. All right. Right. Okay. Okay. Exactly the same, apart from the location? Yeah, exactly the same, except for the location. Okay. Right. right. Okay. So, maybe every city has this story. Maybe penguins are just disappearing left, right, and centre. Positive, yeah. yeah, because you can't tell. You take one penguin out of an enclosure, no one's going to really notice. They all look the same. Oh, look, I would hope that the um, the carers would, would realise they were a penguin Aww. down at the end of the day. <laughs> Another one's uh, flown off. Okay, so Sarah from Bigger Waters. So that is a Gold Coast suburb. This is a Gold Coast story, so you would know if this has been in the news. What have you heard? Um, well, I've actually read two different children's storybooks um, that have the same story um, by different authors. So I think it's, um, yeah, just a story. Uh-huh. Or it's been it's adapted a into a book. Um, <laughs> Soon to be a movie. Uh, well, yeah, well, they're slightly different stories because one, um, they steal a penguin from a zoo um, right. and then the second story is that they steal it from um, the beach, like down at like um, Phillip Island or something right. um, in Victoria. So there's two different sort of slightly different versions. But, yeah, I think it's just a, just a, just a story. Uh, I think it might be just a story. Tina and Moggle, it's not looking good for this one. We need to see if the doctor will break his um, doctor-patient privilege and give us the old lady so we can try and find this grandson. Yeah, Yeah, what about she doesn't have a grandson? Uh, Tina, hi. What what have you heard? So I'm actually from London. So about 15, 16 years ago, one of my friends told me the same story, but it was about London Zoo. Okay. Okay. It's a story. It's a story. The only one that was confirmed was, I think it was Dirk, the penguin, was taken by three men in 2012, and SeaWorld have said that that was the first time it's happened in 40 years. Where did they take him, though? Was there any sort of update on that? They took him to a beach, and he was found under the pier. Okay. Well, just so you know, everyone, it is another another folklore, and don't don't be going to SeaWorld and interfering with any no, of the No, you the can't. Pens, it's right? not even real. But if you've got a, a story that you've heard, we're going to see friend. a friend of a friend story. You can always submit it to our Facebook page. We'll see if anyone else has oh, heard it. Stab, so dis- you're I'm, disappointed, I'm a little disappointed. Aren't you? I like that story. It's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, it's uh, not true. <laughs> <laughs> Send it through. Stab Abby and Matt on Facebook. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. In 2019, Hit 105 has given you a house. Brand new home. We've given Brisbane over $130,000. $50,000. $10,000. And now, to finish 2019, Hit 105 is bringing you... The biggest game of hide and seek Brisbane has ever seen. You'll hide from Stab Abbey and Matt at Eads Street North Shore. And the last person we find drives out in a BMW. Oh my God. Get your invite with Stav, Abby and Matt at 7 and 8.30am weekdays. Then all day while you work. Brisbane's biggest game of hide and seek ever for a BMW. Hit 105. Yeah, baby! It's awesome. It's the ultimate game, isn't it? Hide and seek. I would have to say it's right up there. You know, I like stuck in the mud, but hide and seek is far superior. It's a classic. So you get to hide for the ride and the BMW, the new one coming out. $50,000 is what this car is worth. But it's not going to be easy because we all have kids. We are professional hide and seekers. Oh, let's be honest. My kids aren't that good. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, right? one of them is, and that was really exciting. I'm still coming to find you. You know the panic though of when your kids are you playing good? and you can't find them, and you're yeah. like, yeah. Did we look? Have they gone out the front door? Yeah. Have oh, they gone down the street? The car's gone. <laughs> no, seriously, the game is ended, guys. Where are you? But yeah, no, the last person um, that we can't find, yeah, is going to win a BMW. Yeah, so but it's going to be epic, and we're going to put people in the running for it starting tomorrow. And Eat Street, if you've ever been there, it's a beautiful place. If there is a lot of places you could hide there yeah. in between all the food you, stalls. You think we're going to draw people out with the food? We oh, got some dumplings. Ah, that is true. Nah. No, Do you we can't get distracted. <laughs> the thing is with hide and seek as well. Yeah. There's different things you got to think out. Do you find the perfect spot and never move? Or do you find a spot and then where the where the seekers, if you see that we've all gone somewhere, do you then go and try and hide back in a spot we've already looked? As I to didn't make know that us, was the rule. I thought, I you, thought had you had to, to stay where no, you no, were. No, no, you have to choose one spot and stay there. Yeah. No, 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 you think. just you just yeah. don't have to get found. That's oh. how I play. We you find know. a spot and oh. then if you if you've looked underneath the car, oh, cracks are already starting. I, to I, I, there we go. Yeah. We're going to have to get terms and conditions up for you. Yeah. No, we don't do no, like that. You, you find a you spot, spot. You, you stay you there. Stick no. to that. I found I found skeletons. Nah, nah. See, I'm a I'm I'd be there to win. I would be I would come all dressed in black. Yeah. And I would be like ninja rolling, back flipping. So we're doing it during the day. Yeah, I, I would wear like all black. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think the rule is that you just find. I'm not I saying that, that we're not playing it right. That that is the rule. You find a spot and you stay is the hide and seek rule. Well, I'm smelling a discussion for tomorrow. Yes, but it's not. Yeah. <sighs> Is that how you play at home? Yeah. It's not hide, maybe hide again, hide, run around, hide and seek. It's, it's not, just hide and it's seek. Not don't be found. Yeah. It's you got to hide, and then nah, the other person will seek that out. See, if you've not looked re- behind... Otherwise, it would be like, seek and re-hide. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all I'm saying is, you can't, it's because I'm a pro, man. That's how we do it. No, I think it's because you're breaking the rules. Because you if you're at home with the, the like, kids... And then you look in a bedroom, and then you don't have to look at that bedroom again. They're not in the bedroom. That's the whole point of going back into that bedroom. See, you're uh, like, I've looked in there. It's, it's off-putting when you're saying this. It's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is a little. Anyway, no, it's discussion got, for the rest of the week. My, my, my day is done, then. Well, tomorrow we'll open it. Maybe we might have to do, do some rules tomorrow, Siobhan, I think. our producer, has said Manny is 100% wrong. I no, won't we'll put it to the people tomorrow. But, yes, uh, we are going to give away a $50,000 BMW. It's for the ultimate driving experience. You can win um, your own from us, or you can get your own as well for 155 per week. Uh, test drive the all-new BMW 1 Series today. Brisbane BMW and Westside BMW. Conditions apply. Uh, we'll tell you how to start winning tomorrow here at Hit 105, uh, and we'll come up with the rules. Okay. <laughs> Terms uh, and conditions. To apply. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. I'll tell you where you should put your money. I put it in the bank. That place is great. Had a bit of an issue. Luckily, it all ended up quite well because of someone's... Spoiler. <laughs> someone's goodness of their heart. But um, got was payday last week, which we're all very much looking forward to. Yeah, you always are when you're on the monthly pay. Can I just say, how good was it? Oh. Getting paid on R&B Friday Live. Yeah. Oh. Otherwise, that would be a very <laughs> different night out. Who shout? Who shout? Who shout? Yeah. <laughs> you going to drink all of that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so we all got paid, and then I, you do what you do. You get into your bank accounts, and this money goes here, and this money goes there, and that's for that account, and that's to pay off the credit card and all that shenanigans. So it's doing all of that. And then you know how... So I get, I've got a Commonwealth Bank account and a Westpac, and my Westpac's my credit card. So every month I take however much I've spent on my credit card out of my Commonwealth bank account, put it in my credit card, zero the credit card, get rid of that bad boy. Yeah. Right? Um, so I was doing that, and then you know how you do that thing where you're like, I'll just check if it's gone through. No, it hasn't yet. Okay. And you're thinking maybe because it was on a Friday. Yeah, yeah I'll wait till, yeah. I'll wait, D- not, different banks. Check it in. No, so it go through. Okay. Yeah, like banks, they will take your money out instantly, but they, <laughs> they hold on to it for themselves and invest it for a couple of days before they uh, give it back. What yeah. a conspiracy. <laughs> a check doesn't take five days to yeah. <laughs> Processing. Sorry. And it hadn't gone through, and then I thought, well, it, it'll be Monday morning. Monday morning, bang on nine, it'll probably have gone through. Uh, it's $3,700, right? So, oh, that's a lot on the credit card for you. No, actually, well, it's, uh, it's 2000 for the credit card, and yep. then that's my right. spending money for the month. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I'm just, I kept on looking, I was like, no. But then... I got a text message uh, from someone who said, hey, look, I just saw all this money arrived in my bank account. Thank you very much. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. Uh, but thank you. Yeah, I think you've done it by mistake. Um, so 
she got in contact with me and said, this has happened. So, yeah. How did you know this idiot? How did I... <laughs> <laughs> she was my... Uh, she was a tattoo artist, Ellie Manners, amazing tattoo artist, uh, who did my last tattoos like... Two years ago? Did you say, no, nah, I want full sleeves? Yeah, I'm getting my whole back done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm getting my whole back done. I'm going to get a tattoo of myself, only slightly taller. So she got in contact with you and said you've made a mistake. Yeah. Wow. You wouldn't have done that, Manny? No, I eventually, would have. Eventually he would have known. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, I mean, if it was someone random who didn't put it in, who put it in and you had no idea who it was, you'd think about it for a bit, but you're yeah. like, it'll catch up with you eventually. Yeah, it's like when people mysteriously find millions in their account and they go overseas, and it's like, I, I, I would always think if it's in there, then legitimately you should have it. But it is fraud if you don't. Yeah. Try and seek it. out the actual But it's like, owner. well, it's the other person's fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and, but I wonder what is the law on that? If you've transferred it to her... I would say legally she would be pro- quite happy to keep it. Because, A, nine-tenths of the law is possession, but I, I have know. given her that money. It is interesting because to another person, I'm not sure. I know if it's a bank that's done an error, then legally you have to pay yeah. back. Yeah, but a person to person... I think so. I've seen on a current affair that someone accidentally paid the wrong business for something. And then, well, that's why they always say check the, uh, the account. account. I've paid I tell you a what, lot if of... that's true, then I'm definitely getting the tattoo. Like, I'm making it work for the money. Yeah. 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 That's going to be a big one. What should I get? Has she given you the money back? Yeah. No, she... Well, that was the other thing. She saw it on Saturday, and it was back in my account by Saturday night. Oh, she should have said, hey, we'll go three days transfer fee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Imagine that. I did invest it. You've lost a thousand. (laughs) Um, Wow. Good on her. Nice. So if you ever need a tattoo done, Ali Manners does great work, and, you know, she's very honest. There you go. She's got $3,000 worth of advertising. How, How do you accidentally do that, though, if the... There's a big difference between Westpac credit card and Ali. There's also a big difference between my name and hers, yeah. But to be fair, it was it was 6.30 of the morning. I had a very little sleep the night before. I went to a concert. A little, little bit shake. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Saw her name, picked it. I actually shut my eyes and went, here, someone have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my speed account number if you want to chuck it in. Uh, I'd stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There is a competition in Brisbane, and look, we like to start it. We did turf wars of north or south of the river. Yep. It's just a little bit of fun, and I think it's really important to be proud of your suburb. Ooh. And we learned that people were proud of their suburb, and we decided to get Bruno on, who is the list king, and he was rating the best suburbs and the worst suburbs, and he put, like, God tier was Barden, Caboolture, and Cleveland. People got very upset. Because it's that, wrong. That theirs wasn't on the list, and I'm like, well, do you want to be on the worst list? Because I would rather live in a bucket of... Cat vomit yeah. um, was Red Hill, Browns, Plains, and Sandgate, and then there was a few in between. And I was mm. like, "That's a bollocks list," because I made the bad list, and I'm proud of Karina. But there is another list that has come out with a little bit more research. Oh, uh, domain livable cities. Now, this has studied uh, different suburbs and they've ranked them in from crime rates, access to public transport, traffic, education, and un- um, employment opportunities, uh-huh. as well as tree cover cafes and aircraft noise and how easy it is to walk around. Right, right. so they've taken a lot into consideration yeah, here. I've actually done research, yeah. Right, <laughs> rather, rather than just throw Bruno did some research. Period. Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, come on, you had to say that, Barnum Boy. You are in the top of the list. Do you think you made the list this time? Yes. Nah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see, in, with Bruno's list, he did go to, like, the libraries and stuff and yeah. test out their beanbags. So his <laughs> his litmus was very different yeah. to what Domain's well, the, done the here. The thing that annoyed me about this uh, this thing is it doesn't say how livable they are by how much they are to pay for. Yeah, right. You know, okay, because yeah. they, they've even put into consideration if you've got, like, harbour views, if because they've done it all over Australia, if you've oh, got right. Sydney Harbour. Where it's like, yeah, but you paid for that. Yeah. That's yeah. not oh. livable when oh. you've got a mortgage out. Fair to enough. your grand grand grandkids' yeah. lives. I was going to say, if you're in Brisbane, you got Harbour Views. You're doing pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to go through a few of Brisbane's worst suburbs. Okay. So right. Brisbane... this is not Stav Abbey and Matt. This no, is no. Domain. Newport is on the list as one of the worst. One of the worst. So huh? is Crestmead. Uh-huh. Red Bank Plains. Red Bank's all right. Well, I, I do, but I think it's, they're saying something to do with transport. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Anyone that's waiting for the bus there was like, yeah, yeah that's right. true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen to these idiots. Burp and Gary East? Everyone loves Burp and Gary that lives there. Not East. 
gets real well, bad on the east side. <laughs> um, Archerfield has. Now, Archerfield's going to lose because of the aircraft noise. Yeah. yeah. It's very industrial. That. Yeah, so they're saying that that's oh, one of the worst. I like the planes. I, we're at Oxley, and from where we sit, I can I sit on my deck and I count the planes coming well, in. We lost points for it. Well, Warner is on the list. For bad? Yeah. I don't think I've ever been to Warner, so... I think it's a bit of an outrage that on Brisbane's top ten, uh-huh. they're all from the north. What you got? Nah, what? Of course they are. Grange? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's where we played, played the yeah, Legends of Origin game. Yeah. Albion? Nice. That's a nice little spot there. Good comedy club. Or used to it. Why? Why no shut down? No, no, no funny there now? <laughs> <laughs> we don't laugh in Northside. Uh, there is uh, Albion, Windsor, Kelvin Grove, Red Hill, Newmarket, Paddington. Lovely. These are all the rich ones. Ascot. Uh-huh. Ascot don't get public transport. No, they've got chauffeurs. And they would have got extra thing for uh, for being able to have river views as yeah. well. Um, and... uh, Wilson. Huh? And number one. And... Do you think Barton's made the list? Well, no, they, for arrogancy, they got <laughs> taken off. Um, number one is Alderley. Alderley? What's wrong with that one? It's just Snow Barton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice cafes there, though. We got a lovely cafe. How does it feel to not make a list? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're 11th. It's, nah. I reckon, though, like, you know, I'm not saying that Domain's liars, but with the people who've put the list together... Like, if we were putting together a list, yeah. we'd always put Oxley, Karina Heights, and Barton in there. Yeah, like maybe we're this proud is just... of our suburb. That's good to do. You sure they haven't just, like, surveyed the staff? No, and, they did yeah. their research. Like I said, it's crime rates as well. And, unfortunately, Karina, we've had a few issues. Uh, um, yeah, Oxley can be a bit crime. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Old Cleveland Road, anyone knows that that's hard to get down... After work, the yeah. traffic there can get really bad, especially when you go down to. Oh, listen, to we're slagging off for something. What I'm, I'm saying is, don't move in. We've got enough. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My mum's street the other day. Yeah. There was a guy who tried to break into a house, and they sh- shoot him away. Yeah. They so shoot him. Away. Went, they, I said, get out, get a lot of it, get out of it. He went to another house. They got rid of him, and then he broke into a car. But he just had a big night on the drink, yeah. so I don't think he was trying to like break in and it hurt anyone. He was just which house his was? He got woken up by the police because he passed out in the car that he broke into. They tapped on the window. They're like, buddy, is this your car? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> was this you coming home from RB Friday's line? <laughs> Vegas boy. Yay! Vegas boy. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. But right now, as we wrap up our day, we'll take a moment to sit here and reflect. We're very grateful for spending time with each other. However, not so grateful that we had to come to Melbourne. We all want to come back home, but we're getting photos taken today, feeling fresh. But you know when it checks you in a seat and I had the window seat? Yeah. The pain of when you don't want to ask people that they could stand up so that you can go to the bathroom? Yeah, it's why I was like the aisle. I know, but I sat there and I went, I've got this, it's going to be fine. And then over the PA it goes, I'm so sorry, we've had to wait until we can learn. It's going to be delayed an extra 15 minutes. I'm not prepared for that. Neither is my bladder. So I'm like, I'm so sorry, you're going to have to sit up. It's annoying. Thanks. But no thanks. As you know, R&B Friday Live was on Friday at the RNA Showgrounds. We live in a society which can't pat the back of people. Just, you know, something happens, we've got to find the negative in it. And it's disappointing. Gerard Cockburn, I believe his name was, <laughs> wrote an article in the Courier Mail saying that everyone left in droves for Janet Jackson. And I will admit that I was a little fuzzy at the time, but Janet Jackson rocked. She was the best ever. She rocked. She was really good. Black Eyed Peas was sick, and then we were dancing with was DJ. Good. But Janet Jackson, for a 54-year-old with a two-year-old kid... She's iconic. She lit that stage on fire. And Gerard needs to shut his face. Did he actually go? I don't know. I, I need to talk to him and be like, mate, did you not see what I saw? <laughs> that was the best R&B Friday Live mm. that's ever happened. Thanks. But no thanks. Here, here. On a Friday show, you guys threw a label at me that has stuck. You called me a... Psychopath? No. Oh, which one? Two-Face? Oh, a hectic mum. 
Hectic Mama. You should start an Instagram account. Hectic, Hectic Mom. You're Hectic like the you're you're the president of a PNC. <coughs> and can, actually, can I say that label was meant to be with love? That, I don't I, think it's, not from Abby. No, I think well, I didn't give you the label. He did. It's sweet what you do for your daughter. So, yes, this hectic mom had seven children and his own daughter around for a sleepover party. So to myself and my wife, <laughs> thanks. No thanks. You need to say why you got the hectic mum title. They all had cute little teepees that were set up with fairy lights, and you turned the trampoline into a swamp. Yes, and, and then you, we had a lake. Yeah, you made a fake lake. Yeah, a little campfire and a treehouse. You made the whole thing so you knew it would look good on Instagram. Yeah. Hectic mum. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound like a compliment. It's not like, oh, hectic mum's a hectic mum. <laughs> so I'm still not sure. Jury's out. Are you proud that everyone said it's the best party that they've ever been to? Yeah, that was pretty good. That's what a hectic mum likes. Hectic mum! Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, that's the podcast, everyone. Great job. We'll see you tomorrow.